0: Okay, welcome back to the 96 podcast. Uh, Today is basically a season start. We're getting into it again already. It seems really early. But uh, here we are in February and it's a big weekend of racing coming up. We're going to preview the first rounds of the UCI BMX Supercross World Cup taking place down in Rotorua in uh, New Zealand. And I'll also just touch on the fact I'm going to a UCI World Championship this weekend. I'm doing a snow bike World Championship in Châtel in France. So uh, a lot going on. We're cramming in, this in before I go to France. Uh, before we get started, though, I just want to thank this episode's sponsor. It's Motorcycle Accident Claims. Just one call for immediate support, legal guidance and swift recovery of your beloved bike after a non-fault collision. Visit MotorcycleAccidentsToClaims.co.uk for more information and all the help that you need. That's the housework done. And now I need to welcome in our guest, Rich Ames, the voice of Preston Pirates BMX, the voice of Northern BMX, the voice of Race Under a roof, the voice of oh, UCI Supercross, everything in between. Uh welcome, Rich. Good to have you back on again.
1: Yeah, good to be back on, Scott. Nice to uh nice to be on the podcast again. Well, like I said, who else do we
0: speak to apart from the go talks about BMX for a living? Um, you are the main man. You are the voice we hear and watch the uh, the live streams and the TV coverage. So uh, who better to predict what's going to happen this weekend?
1: Well, I don't about predict, but I'll do my best. Well,
0: we're going to get it out of you. We're getting predictions before the end. That's for sure. So first of all, let's talk about the uh, the 2024 UCI BMX racing calendar. Um, there's been a cancellation already. Papandau is gone. But obviously, with it being Olympic year, the calendar is really
1: super early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really early. It's all over, isn't it? By May, pretty much, and you know the the Olympics are in August. So yeah, it's another another crammed full year of uh, World Cup racing and uh, World Championships.
0: Yeah, so I've got yeah, down but- we've got rounds one and two in Rotorua, uh this weekend, tenth and eleventh February. Rounds three and four, 24th, 25th of February in Brisbane, Australia, around five and six on the 27th, 28th of April in Tulsa, USA, which is obviously just before the world champs in Rock Hill. a couple of weeks after that as well. So by mid-May, I mean, the international season in terms of world competition is done. It's just yeah. all
1: focused on that Olympics then. Yeah. It's frightening, isn't it? The fact that, uh, you know, what, three, four months from now, it's, it's like, I say, it's pretty much a done deal and, uh, yeah, and then it's next stop, uh, Paris, for the Olympics. It's going to be a busy but exciting season. Definitely. Do you hear what, what, what happened with Papandale? Why was that taken off the calendar? Do you know what? I don't know. I actually asked the question and never got an answer. Um, well, I heard
0: something. It was, the reason I got, and I was asking you just to sort of try and confirm, It, it sound, I hadn't heard this before, but something about in Holland in Olympic year, in june and on that date that the bmx is going to be on is when the country celebrates all the national uh the dutch olympic athletes and celebrate them going off to the olympics and wish them good luck or something like that do you know what
1: that's complete news to me i haven't heard anything there we go. About it at all scott so yeah well
0: that's yeah i'll, I'll I'm try taking... and find
1: out at some point and if i do find out obviously i'll give you i'll give you sneaky uh sneaky undercover
0: um, if anyone knows i mean i'm <laughs> definitely looking at you know, Laura Smallers. I'm looking at Nick Kimmer and I'm looking at a few of these guys. Let us know why why Papanow was, was cancelled, intrigued.
1: Honestly, um, don't know, and that's the truth. There we go. Uh
0: so yeah, let's chat about this weekend. What's your thoughts? What's what's gonna happen? What's What's you know, the track looks big. I saw some videos earlier today, it looks huge.
1: Yeah, tracks an absolute monster. Um that first straight has just got Nick Kimmer's name written all over it. It's long, <laughs> it's wide open, it's fast. You know, if Nick lines up in gate eight in any of those mortals or the semi or the final or whatever it might be, I'll just be like, Yeah, he's on, he's pinging. he's ready to go. Nice. So um, yeah, you know, three jump first straight, absolutely wide open. The turns are massive. You in the size that first corner. Yeah, it's huge.
0: It's like it's like, absolutely it's like the Manchester
1: Ring Road or something.
0: It's just yeah, it yeah. just
1: keeps on going.
0: Yeah, reminds it, me it, of Peterborough. It, it, just keep on peddling around that first corner.
1: Yeah. Keep on yeah, going I'm sure there's <laughs> loads and loads of room, but um, All the reports that I've kind of heard of people are just absolutely loving the venue. The track itself, I believe, was built by uh, a gentleman called Brett Barnes from Australia. Brett was my co-commentator at the Bathurst World Cup Ah, in 2020. Um, Really nice fella. um, And I believe Velo Solutions had a little bit of involvement in it as well. So whatever they did, uh, it just looks stunning. It looks so good. And I've just it's think that we're built in for into an the
0: starts of the season. It's like a theatre, isn't it? It's like built into the hillside. I assume it's near the uh mountain bike trails and downhill where they do crankworks and stuff there. I am assuming that's the same place.
1: Yeah, it's probably not a million miles away. I think the person well, to yeah, ask about that'd be, be Matt Allen, because Matt's out there at the minute with the Australian team. So you know what he's like, he gets where Walter can't does Matt Allen. Oh, so um, detail, yeah. But um, yeah, he'd be he'd be the man to ask for certain. Definitely. So, I was
0: going to focus this just really like just focus on the mates, um predominantly. I, I don't know what have you got any comments on the juniors and under 23s?
1: Um, yeah, I've looked at the entry list. Um, if this is like full and correct, the one I've got in front of me, the women under 23 only have 15 entries. So, that Ooh. will literally go straight to a main after the first round. So, oh, okay. Um, so, their day is going to be kind of short, but. You know, there's some good riders in there. Isabel May's is back in. She certainly uh, upset the apple cart in Santiago del Estero last year. You know, Sabina Koskova in there. Emily in. uh Veronica Stariska, Ava Corley. So even though there's only 15 riders in that category, I still think it's got the potential for some fantastic racing.
0: After what I saw of Ava Corley at, at um, Santiago, I'd have gone elite if I was her.
1: Yeah, she's only 17, though, isn't she? I'm sure she's got time to no. cut her teeth, so to speak, and yeah. uh, have another couple of years in under 23 before she goes elite. And,
0: nah, you know, I'm, I'm, 30 I'm 30. straight in, kind of. I just think, yeah, just get in there, get stuck in. She'll be in those mains in no time. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like you say, Sturiska, uh, Ava Corley, Emily Hurt. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to be it's gonna be different. I, I predict six different winners in under yes. 23 women's. Six yeah. rounds, notice- six different winners.
1: Yeah, did you notice the name that was missing then from that little list? Tessa oh, Martinez. Yeah. She's gone elite.
0: There you go. That's so, so the, the world way.
1: champion's gone up. I don't know whether that's because she's aged out of that category um, okay. and he's no longer eligible for under 23 or whether she's just decided to go up to pull Olympic points in. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, she's gone elite. So uh, no Tessa Martinez in under 23 women. Go for it then. So let us know about what's happening with a man under 23. Under 23 men, 55 entries, Um, only one from Great Britain, which is Cameron Reid, okay. from Scotland. Yeah. Uh, no Callum Russell because of his injury that he injury. sustained at the uh, indoor the other week. That was nasty. Uh, what did you say, that video? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so get well soon, Callum.
0: Yeah, get well soon yeah. on
1: that one. But, um, yeah, there's a nice sprinkling of Australians in there because, obviously, it's in the neck of the woods, in inverted commas. Um, some that I've heard of, some that I haven't heard of. Um, but uh, like looking at the names from last season that I recognise, Noah Elton's in there, Joshua Jolly, um, Oliver Morano. He went over the gate in Santiago del Estero when that got oh, yeah. got blown. Yeah, Do you remember, remember that? that? Yeah, yeah. So he's in there. Thomas Tucker's in there. That's another name I recognise from Worlds. So yeah, there's a nice sprinkling of Australians. Um, some countries are, are a bit better represented. Um, I'm looking at the French. Grouping. Obviously, uh, Matteo Colson has gone up to elite as well. Yeah. So the, the French have only got one, two, three, four riders in there. Um, in the men under twenty-three. So yeah, it's again there's some changes and it's wide open. But there is one rider I am looking forward to seeing in under 23. Um, and that's going to be Brody Cole from the USA. Okay. Um Brody took the national number one amateur title away from Drew Polk at the Grands last year. Um, and he made his pro debut in Phoenix and made the main, I think, both days. Okay. So Brody Cole is certainly a name to watch um, from the USA. And then you've got people like, you know, Patrick Coos in there as well for the Philippines um, and Kip Stalfasher, who won in uh, Serions round number six. So he's still under 23 as well. So there's a lot of quality races in there, even though people have gone up. So, yeah, plenty to watch in men under 23.
0: Brilliant. And just tell us about any junior news you've got. Any, have you got some juniors
1: on there? Uh, no, no, it's just under-23 uh, and elite. There's no juniors at World, okay, World no Cups no juniors at this one.
0: Oh, it's not? Okay, I didn't even know that. There you go. That's news for me. Um, yeah. Tell. Let's move on. Rico Behrman has moved into elite, I assume. I just finished off at under-23. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Rico's moved up as well. Um, trying to get those points for New Zealand. Um, I had a quick listen to his Coffee Chatter interview this okay. morning. Um, that was, you know, quite eye-opening, actually, that the fact that he doesn't he doesn't seem to be very fussy about his geometry on his bike and isn't quite sure what gearing he's running. I thought he'd be absolutely on the ball with that kind of stuff. Okay. But when you go as fast as Rico Beerman does, I don't suppose it really matters. Well,
0: seems not. Seems not looking at him last year. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, So let's
1: start off with the women
0: then. Let's move on to Elites then. So moving on to... Uh, Women elites, uh, Saïs Kakibara, defending champion, um riding uh for Speedco I saw in the week, onto uh, a new team with uh Mayhu. We'll come on to him in a moment. But yeah, that's that's like a dream team if ever I saw one.
1: Oh, yeah, Derek Betch is absolutely, you know, hit the nail on the head. He's got the, you know, he's got the, the I was going to say the Beatles, but, you know, there's four of them, but, you know, she, he's got like Saya, Romain, Rico, and simon i mean yeah. that if that's not a bmx dream team i don't know what is Absolutely. and they're all the same brand and chances are they're going to be on the podium quite regularly so uh, from it's a like chase point, did a
0: few years ago isn't it like the chase team was always like the had these these hitters in it and obviously you know this is looking good now definitely yeah
1: from a marketing perspective you can't really go wrong can you Do you know? no what I mean? definitely so what, what's your predictions for the women what, what are we thinking Um, I'm thinking we're going to see kind of more of the same, I suppose, with the usual heavy hitters, Laura's, Elise, Beth, Sayer, uh, you know, Meryl Smulders, but just looking at the list, like there's 39 entries in uh, in women elite, and there are actually riders who've moved up from junior, going from what we were talking about earlier on, the Sienna Powell from Australia, who was the silver medalist at the World Championships in Glasgow in uh, junior women? Yeah, she skipped under 23 and gone straight into elite, according to this. Which this I'm very. This is what I'm talking with. about,
0: Rich. I like her. My money's on her already. I like it. Yeah,
1: straight <laughs> in there. Tessa Martinez is in there. Yeah. Um, just looking at other uh, names that are in there. Lea Brindon from France, who was the junior women world champion 2022. Okay. She's in elite as well. So there's a mixture of. You know, new blood in there, heavy the heavy hitters. real hungry new
0: blood. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's been a, a, a bit of an injury this week to Christelle Bovan, I think it is, the Swiss rider. I'm okay. pretty sure I saw some Instagram content with her, with her arm in the sling. So I'm not quite sure what the what the score was with that. But, yeah, we've got your veterans. We've got your heavy hitters. We've got some juniors in there. Um, you know, we've got the likes of Carly Kane in there. He's just signed for Huffy. Mm -hmm. Uh, huffy bicycles coming back to bmx so yeah it's a really nice mix actually and 39 riders so they're going to have quarters and um yeah it's going to be uh it's going to be good racing i think in uh, women elite my my main question is uh i thought laura
0: smoulders was just a just a percent down last year just a just a touch off yeah and with it being olympic year i'm really interested to see how I'm not sure she's going to come out swinging this weekend, but how her year builds towards that Olympic because oh, I, yeah. she will she you know she's won it all, she's been there done it all winning this rider, all those accolades and that great stuff. but that Olympics is, is, is got to be weighing on her a little bit. I, I imagine she's going to step up from last year that 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 extra mile an hour over last year's performances, I think.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, Laura's been out there for three months now. She's spent all winter in New Zealand, yeah. which is like the summer. She's been riding. She's in, you know, one of the nicest countries in the world. She's on that track on the regular. She will be prepared come race day, and she will know that track like the back of her hand. I think Laura will build through the year, yeah. and then by the time the Olympics comes around, I think she'll be on absolute top form. And because... don't get me
0: wrong, they're all going to do that, but I just yeah. see... There, i just saw laura last year having that that not you know not an easy is, is the wrong word here but just just taking a foot off the gas slightly to build the energy level for this year to go you know full attack on it i just yeah. i just think she just held that percent back last year to give it everything she got they're all giving it don't get me wrong i just see i see some gain in laura this year i'm sure
1: yeah, definitely. And if you remember, she won that Olympic bronze medal in London in 2012. She was 18 years old. She was yeah. a teenager when she took that medal. And now, you know, 12 years later, she's coming back at what you would probably describe as the tail end of her career, even though I don't like to think of Laura like that. No, sure. It's, you know, I think she's definitely got some more in the tank for us definitely. as we as we go into Paris. So, uh, yeah, right off, Laura Smulders at your peril. At your people. peril. Does... And, the- um,
0: Does Saya have anything more to give? I thought she was absolutely flat out last year. Like it looked like all she had in last year, and I'm I'm wondering if that's or if she's got another percent to give herself.
1: Um, yeah, I think she has got more. I think what Saya's got coming into 2024 is a boatload of confidence because if you looked at when she won that first World Cup in Papendal. Uh, in 2023 and it was almost like I couldn't really believe I've done it I can't believe I've won a World Cup and then by the time you got to Santiago del Estero you could see that the, you know, the, the top was off the top of the bottle the genie was out and she's like yeah uh, you could see the change in belief and yeah. you could see it in her body language you could hear yeah. it in her voice she's confident and I think that confidence will flow into this year given also now that she's been at home for however many months training and preparing with Romain She's got a brand new ride. She's got the new bike, psych. It's all coming to fruition at the start of the season, running into the 2024 Olympics. I don't see Saya Sakakibara slowing down at all. And what do you think about Beth? Um, Obviously, she's been busy up at Manchester. So, um, you know, they don't call British Cycling the medal factory for nothing. Um, I'm pretty sure that Beth will be in the condition of her life. She's got signature tyres now with a with a name on the side have you seen that i did How see cool that. Is that that doesn't get yeah, any yeah. more factory having your name on the side of a maxis tire <laughs> um but yeah i think, I think other, t- other
0: tires are available
1: other tires are available absolutely um she's yeah i think she'll be firing as well i don't see beth being anywhere else but you know in the main and somewhere near the front um and if you noticed as well i think at the last racing under the roof there was a couple of laps where you know, she almost let the pack go a little bit and had to chase through and work her way around. I think yeah. she's been working on her pack riding skills over the winter because, yeah. you know, that was a if Beth has a weakness riding in the pack, I think would probably be described as that weakness. Definitely. And I'm sure she's worked on that because if she doesn't get a trademark, you know, blistering start, she needs to be able to come through because, you know, ultimately. You know, not not coming through the park ended up costing her in Santiago del Estero last year, and I'm sure it is, yeah. her and Marcus have gone right. We need to work on that. We need to get it sorted, and, and I'm sure they've done what needs to be done.
0: She's my prediction. I I think come come the Olympics, she's going to win it again. I, I just um yeah, I'm just putting out. I just like it is the medal factory, and it is it is for a very valid reason. I think it's um uh I think it's. It's going to come to fruition again this year. I think she's going to build all year. I'm not sure she's going to win this weekend, but I would, you know, just at the sharp end, all day for, and that will build all year to, the, to that one goal.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure her and Marcus have got a plan and they're going to work it to perfection. Um, I, so. I wouldn't be as bold as you and call a winner at this early stage, but... Uh, oh, come on. Give me what, three then. them. What? Three for the podium. Three for the, give,
0: me, give me three for the podium this weekend. And you're three for the podium at the Olympics.
1: Okay, so three for the podium this weekend, uh, in no particular order, I might add. <laughs> um, Beth Sayer and Elise. Oh, okay. Because that's We're going Elise for Elise under the radar well.
0: and and you know getting in there.
1: Yeah, Elise is Elise likes a wide open first straight, and she's yep. not scared to send big triples and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I can see Elise doing very very well in Rotorua. Um in terms of the Olympics, ooh, that's a that's that's a really tough one. Well we'll keep following um,
0: this through the year and we'll see how our predictions go. But yeah, let's,
1: yeah. Let's get and something was... on,
0: on paper now. Let's see what we, what we're saying. God,
1: you're putting me under pressure, Scott. Come you on, let's Come this. on, don't be don't be worried. We're can't all fancy. Yeah. No one's listening. Uh, again, nobody's no nobody's listening, are I alright. <laughs> um no particular order again for the uh, Olympic podium. Uh Beth Sire and Laura. With so Lauren Reynolds going. in fourth. That's what I'm going uh, for. Oh, Lauren Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren will be in the main. My I favorite fourth place
0: I love every semi final. Bang, fourth in the main. Love it. Yeah. Good right. On, on to the men.
1: Let's go on to yeah. the men. Uh, uh, we start
0: with, uh, well, it's pretty obvious where we start. Yeah. We just mentioned Nin- already.
1: 94 entries, yeah. according to the entry list. Um, looking at it, obviously, quite a few Australians in there. All the heavy, t- heavy hitters are in there. The one I wanted to touch on first is the return of Isaac Kennedy. Oh, yes. Yeah, nice. So back after his, you know, knee and ankle injury that he sustained at, I think it was Reno. I'm pretty okay. sure it was Reno, like the smallest track in the world, and he destroys his knee and ankle mm-hmm. on probably one of the smallest tracks in existence. <laughs> um, yeah, very interested to see what he's got in the tank coming back. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that he's been very open on social media with his recovery process and the work he's been putting in. Um, he's done a couple of videos with uh, Jace Cunning, um, the Australian kind of mountain bike and BMX guy. Yeah. Uh, and he even did a double session on Christmas Day. So if that doesn't prove that Isaac Kennedy's serious about the Olympics and everything else, I don't know what does. Fair enough.
0: You heard it here first, Isaac Kennedy. Let's see what we've got our eyes on you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um and then like I said at the right at the start that first straight has got Nick Kimmon's name written all over it. I so... saw, I saw
0: a couple of GB guys this week on their Instagrams and stuff and I saw that first and I just thought Nick Kimen straight away. I it's it's huge.
1: Yeah. Can yeah. I can I throw another bold prediction in the Scott? No, Is that that's right? what, that's what you're here for. Right, okay. Uh, bold prediction, it's either going to happen at Rotorua or Brisbane before they come back from that Kind of round the world trip, so to speak. Ross Cullen on the podium. Yes, yes.
0: I did a podcast. Please go back and listen, everyone. It's I have had listened. Worth a listen. Really good. I really
1: enjoyed it, Scott. He
0: is. It's in his eyes. you yeah. can see that sparkle in his eyes, and absolutely. You know, I've it, it, there's very few people I've ever spoken to who have takes so much pleasure from training, from working towards a very single focus goal he just loves it he loves yeah. it and you know he looks strong and fit big and he looks ready and that that he's smiling all the time he's it's you can see his soul in he's like he is ready to go this year
1: absolutely absolutely i got a similar
0: you know again go back this listen, listen to this one but I got a similar vibe from Quillen as well Quillen has that there's a spark lit in British cycling men at the moment. It really, you know, I've, but I'm with you on Ross. I think there's a podium coming. I think Quillen, more finals. And I'm really intrigued to see what Kai White does. He's been down there beavering away. Yeah.
1: And yeah. out of he, sight of everybody as well, which I think is, is very not, important. Yeah. He posts
0: the occasional first straight or something. That's it. He's just been quietly going about his business. And I think a quiet going about your business, Kai White, is very dangerous.
1: Yes, very much so. If he's if he's fully fit, if his shoulders are right again, and that kind of stuff, and he's that's it. you know he's ready, then you know that track where you can generate so much speed off the back of those jumps as well, and we all know that's what Kai's good at yeah. generating speed off jumps. So yeah, he's, there's 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 plenty there to kind of entertain us, so to speak. Absolutely. So so yeah, it's going to be good. So um, Mayhew's
0: on to on speedco like I said, we mentioned already. He's he's on a, a new bike this year, uh, same as say, with He's he's on uh, on as well. Um, yeah, I think that I think a, a change will do both. I mean, not that Mayhew needs anything, but I think both of those guys will, you know, spur on a little bit from having a new ride. New bikes are great. It just, it just gives you a little bit of a, a spring in your step, I reckon.
1: Yeah, definitely. New bike psych, you, you know, you can't beat it. No. So, um, yeah, I think he'll be yeah very much near the front as well. And Joris has spent quite a bit of time out in Australia as well over the last yeah. few months. So, you know, he's going to be fit, ready to go. He's been training in the sunshine and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, one person we can't forget, I think, in that, that entire scenario as well, was the only non-French winner. In the 2023 World <laughs> Cups, which was Mr. Cameron Wood, the cowboy. Yes. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, I'm expecting big things from Cameron, and then also one rider that I missed. Or oh, is- just to extend
0: Cameron for a minute. You know, so well- is USA. You know, I think it's uh, it's time for USA to to pick it up a little bit, and and you know that's the uh, that's the hope, yeah. isn't it?
1: I believe the I haven't looked at the official nation standards yet, but I'm pretty sure I heard on Coffee Chatter this morning that the USA are in the top four, which would give them two places, I think, at the minute. Right. So there's gonna be a big battle for those spots, you know, that that where people will get two places. I think we can safely assume the French are gonna get three.
0: Yes. Um, they stamped that that's... two years ago. That's that's done. I mean that's Yeah.
1: It's a case of who's going to get those two spots because you've got in there, you've got USA, you've got Australia, you've got Colombia, um, you know, GB. Switzerland, yeah, GB. Because Philip Steiner, who won uh, world champs under 23 at Glasgow, he's gone up as well. He's now elite right. as well. Yeah. So, you know, they're all looking for those points. And if you're going to get points, obviously this is the year to do it. So Absolutely. it can yeah. be quite hectic. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Definitely. Uh, so what's your predictions? What were we thinking? No particular order again? Top three?
1: Come on. Top, top three. Oh, my thinking. word. I mean, you're asking me to pick out a 94 unbelievably fast guys, of which probably 24 of them could make the main. Um, and follow- this is
0: no disrespect to any of the other guys no, who may no, be listening to this. You know, this is just, just playing some uh, bench racing games. I'll Johnny yeah. go first.
1: You have go on, you about go that. first. Scott. I'll go
0: Nick Kimmon. Yeah. I'll go Mayhu. Yeah. And I'm gonna go Kai White. Okay. For a podium. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's not exactly a brave prediction, right? granted, but I think that looking at the track, these guys' strengths, that's who I'm going for. And it's you know, pretty simple, easy picks. There's okay. nothing, there's nothing crazy in there.
1: Shall I shall I go like a little bit extreme? Shall I go, go curveball a little, a little yeah. bit? Let, let's go on a little little bit of a curveball. Right. I'm gonna go podium. Uh I'm gonna go uh Isaac Kennedy, Ross Cullen. Wow, here we go. And Rico Beeman. There we go.
0: Fantastic. I love it. Fantastic. Brilliant. <laughs> so we've got the returning we've got the hometown boy I, I think I, we I, both agree on the Nick Kimmon thing and I would certainly agree with you on the Ross Cullen thing I think Quillen Isidore is fighting for that final I think he's going to be right in the sharp end yeah um, yeah. I, I think you know Yoris you know doing it for the dads and the old boys out there he's going to be right in the mix again there's so many it's so hard to I mean Free from that entry list is 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 wild anyway, but you know we've got to do it. We've got to we've got to throw a prediction in there. What are you saying for the Olympics? Early doors, early door, and we'll just track this through the year and we'll do a couple more of these before the Olympics. But what we're we saying now on what you've seen now? so far, this is an Instagram prediction, isn't it? All we've seen these guys do <laughs> is a, is a bit of fun stuff on Instagram. So
1: I'm just going to get myself in so much trouble throwing these predictions oh. out. I'm going to get to the worlds and everyone's going to look at me and go. What would you say, Rich? You didn't, you didn't pick me. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't speaking to you anymore. Um, Olympics. Is there a chance France takes three medals? Of course, no. there's a chance. Is there, there is is a, a chance, good chance? But no, I don't think it'll happen. No. No, I think the pressure will get too much for okay. somebody. I wouldn't like to tell you that somebody's going to no, be. No, no just, I, yeah. I could see them definitely having one. Yeah. Possibly two, but not three.
0: Okay. So. Um, because that's the that's a conversation bubbling under for a few people at the moment isn't it it's like oh I wonder if they can you know they're looking so yeah. good at all the times aren't they oh, you know? I mean to mayo and, and Yoris, yeah. that's you know and it's like you just throw one more in the mix on the day yeah still you can run, pick three separate French teams you know, and get whoever... twice yeah exactly
1: bonkers it's absolutely insane the production line of talent that they're churning out how's Sylvan Andre do you know what he's not on the list hang on let me double check no, he's not on this list in front of me. Okay. And I, and from what I heard on Coffee Chatter this morning, he's not done much in the way of social media. Hmm. So I'm hoping that injury that he sustained in uh, Santiago del Estero is not, you know, bad enough to keep him out for the season, but he's certainly not on the list for Rotorua. Right. Over.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see how that one develops. If you any news on Silvan, just let us know. Fire us a message. Love yeah. to know you're getting on. Get well soon if you're still
1: injured. I'm just double-checking to make sure I have not got that wrong. (laughs) No, it's definitely not on the list in front of me at the moment.
0: Okay. Uh, So, yeah, Olympics. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know.
1: Uh, God. It's so yeah. hard. I, I, yeah, it's too hard. Just can we come back to it later? We'll come back season? to it.
0: We'll come back to this in, a, in a, a few weeks. We'll see if we can come up with some better. I've hung myself out then.
1: to dry twice already. This let's, episode, let's get this. So. Let's
0: get rounds one and two under our belts, and then we'll see what what we're thinking. You know, going forwards. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. So, where can everyone watch this weekend? So you're doing the commentary, I assume?
1: Yes, we are uh, live two a.m. on Saturday morning on the UCI YouTube channel. So we're on from two till four Saturday, two till four AM Sunday. Um, it will be obviously you can get up Saturday and Sunday morning and watch it on replay. That won't be a problem at all. Um, I believe there'll be an hour uh, highlights show on Eurosport as well. So there's plenty of places to watch it. But if you you know if you value your sleep. Um, then definitely you know get up in the morning don't look at social media that is point number 1 <laughs> just go on youtube and watch the broadcast and enjoy it with a nice cup of coffee in your hand
0: that's our that's our supercross sunday morning you wake you know no one can wake up and watch motorcycle supercross you know ama supercross in america no one can watch those week after week at 2am but you know you do not look at social media in the morning don't look at social media oh, no. put the replay on oh, sh- job done it's great yeah it is Good stuff. Cool. Are you doing the the whole World Cup season? I assume you've got the contract?
1: Yes. Yeah. Doing doing the entire World Cup season and the World Championships in Rock Hill as well. Brilliant. Are you traveling to
0: to Rock Hill or are you doing it remote?
1: No, no. I'm traveling to Rock Hill. Great stuff. Nice. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. That's good. Big question. uh, How about the Olympics? Being in touch yet? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. My door is open, though. Drop me an email, please.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Slide into his DMs, BBC. Yeah.
1: Perfect, cool. Uh I did say I'd
0: mention what I'm doing this weekend just to just to throw a little uh, spanner in this BMX world. Uh so for the last few days I have screwed like screws into my downhill tires and we're going to Chatel this weekend for the snow bike UCI World Championships. We're doing a giant slalom and a dual slalom. And uh uh so I may never see you again, Rick. This could be it. This could, this be, could it. be it. Apparently, we're doing speeds from sixty miles an hour up to a hundred miles an hour with literally a chainsaw spinning in in place of a wheel. So, oh um, God. you know, fingers crossed. You know, I'll yeah. be here to to see what goes on. You know, I those replays from Rotorua. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And Danny Hart's going as well, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he's he's down on the entry list. Although we've had a WhatsApp group sorted today with Team GB, and he's not on the WhatsApp group, so I'm not sure if he's just not on the WhatsApp group or uh he's changed his mind or what i'm not sure but yeah hope Fair. he is there It'd be really cool i think it's a real nice mix of downhill riders enduro uh cross guys um so yeah it's it's like a real spread it's, it's a uh, proper and,
1: like world champs there's a rainbow jersey up for grabs isn't
0: there there's two rainbow jerseys we've got a rainbow jersey saturday for the giant slalom and a, rain, a rainbow on sunday for a dual slalom so okay. um and i think so, this is like probably a really good way of uh do i agree with snow biking and stuff i don't know i've never done it that's why i'm going I, i'm quite intrigued i'm going to give it a go and see what happens but uh if there's a rainbow jersey i'm up for grabs and it just looks a bit of fun to me uh, it looks yeah. a little bit of fun to me say we could screw our tires and then it's like oh it just got serious all of a sudden things yeah. escalated quite quickly this week but um but yeah i so just my- think it's, it's a format that there's no favorite there's no f- discipline that get you ready for this i just think anyone could win it it's great
1: yeah absolutely so is the the thought process that it will go into the winter olympics
0: that's yeah
1: Yeah. that's all All yeah
0: okay so one day i'll do a podcast when when you know i uh i don't fear if my race license being revoked and i'll uh i'll open a whole can of worms and all this stuff but uh yeah it's yeah they want they want mountain biking in some sort of olympic games that's not cross country. More high speeds, more adrenaline fuel mountain biking. So
1: yeah, one that will get. The only, uh, only opening winter, and, and and eyes on it, eyeballs on it. So yeah, that's it. No, I totally understand it. There's no they're opening in the summer Olympics, aren't they
0: yeah summer Olympics is full. You know they've got the athlete quota, and it's it's not going to just wedge in there. But uh that's why they're doing cyclocross at Val sol each winter, trying to see if cyclocross has a as a way into your Winter Olympics and. This is why the snow bike thing's kicking around now is is the uh, hot rumours on the street, allegedly. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, if it gets more bikes into the Olympics, I'm all for it.
0: This is it, exactly. Whatever works. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I say, it's it's a very strange... I'm heading to a world championships and I haven't got a clue how I'm going to do it. It's kind of a strange, yeah. strange week. So we'll see but what if happens. If you
1: want a commentator, I know a guy. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I'll put your name forward. I'll put your name nice forward. Nice one. No worries. Cool. Right. So that's our that's our uh, UCI BMX World Cup preview. Uh, thanks to Rich. Um, uh, make sure you guys tune in this weekend. As you can probably tell from us, I mean, we're talking about this, but we haven't got a Scooby Doo who's going to win this. It's, it's 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 it's.
1: But do you know what I like about it? Could be anyone. It's platform. great. We don't have a Scooby Doo who's going to win it, and it's so wide open, and there's exactly. so many people who can get in there. That's the thing that's going to make it most exciting.
0: And I think definitely, BMX going forward, for. that's it's going to continue to be the story, isn't it? That, the, the, you know, going back 10 years, it seemed a bit more predictable now. It's, I, uh, you know, I mean, I just threw that question to you about the Olympics. Who's going to win? You know, it's just like a, oh, this would be fun. Who's going to win the Olympics? And then you start really considering it and you say, I haven't got a clue. It's so yeah. hard, isn't it? It's wild. And it's just a great time for BMX. It's good.
1: Yeah, I'll be like a highly caffeinated kid in a sweet shop at 2am on Saturday and Sunday morning. So <laughs> make sure you tune in. If any of you guys are racing under a roof this weekend as well, Rich will be there commentating
0: on the Sunday. Yeah, so please I'll be there give him a Sunday. He might need carrying up to the uh, onto a track to do some more commentary on all day Sunday, but uh, I guess that's you know cut you in half, says BMX buys look things absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Right, have a good weekend, good luck with the commentary, and yep, uh, I'll speak to you again soon. We'll do a recap.
1: Enjoy the snow worlds. Thanks, Scott. You Cheers.
0: Cheers, man. See Bye-bye.